Welcome to the Sisters of Resistance podcast for the week of October 21st. The speakers on this podcast sometimes use bad language and so listener discretion is advised. Find us on Stitcher, Podbean, Spotify, and Apple iTunes at Sisters of Resistance, all one words. Find us on Sisters of Resistance on Facebook and email us at sistersofresistance3 at gmail.com. I am joined by my Sisters of Resistance, Meg Sandeen and Franny McIntyre. Good morning, gals. Hey, good morning, Reggie. Good morning, morning Raj. Good morning. How are you today in these Trump-adjusted times? Oh, all here, <laughs> showing up for the resistance and uh, gratified to see how much action there was last week in the uh, impeachment committees, uh, the three mm -hmm. committees that are marching forward. Yes. I'm curious what the loss of um, Elijah Cummings is going to mean. If that's oh, that was too happen. bad. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I just, yeah. I wish he could have been around to see the conclusion of this Boy. because, uh, yeah, you know. And um, I had no idea that he was so decrepit that he was. I in didn't know so either. I had no. He always projected such strength. Yeah. Did you? I had, I'm sorry. Did you hear that uh, Rachel Maddow said that he was in hospice and he he signed yes. off on the yep. the penis? Wow, yeah. that's like wow, you know. And that that's his amazing. statement from just. A few weeks ago, about when we're dancing with the angels. Yeah. You know, in fact, we'll have to explain what we did now. And mm -hmm. boy, that's where he's up there. Mm -hmm. yep, yeah. But, but he's he's going to make a quick one. You know, God's going to make quick work of that man. Yep. I think uh, he was so good and so true. Mm -hmm. And such an example of this country and what can do, what can happen. Right, 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 right. So, um, so what do you think? It's been a busy week. Busy week in Lake Wobegon, I have to say. <laughs> uh, one thing after another. So what would you gals like to get into first? I think, the, I think that picture of uh, Nancy Pelosi um, addressing the president is pretty powerful and pretty iconic. What were your guys' thoughts on that picture? Well, Reggie, I personally was, have just been obsessed with it because you yeah. know that um, I used to uh, be in charge of history museums. Yeah. And when I, when I look at that picture in the cabinet room, the meeting is following 45's insane erratic mm -hmm. decisions about mm -hmm. Syria. Mm. And it's, it's such a, a common picture that we frequently see of the cabinet room. And uh, over the fireplace is a, a period painting of the declaration, the signing of the Declaration of Independence. On one side is a bust of Ben Franklin. The other side, it's a little bit obscured by Nancy's figure, is George Washington. Uh, on the fireplace is a clock with two faces on the front. And I was quite fascinated by it because it seemed to suggest um, old time, new time, or something. What would I think? I could not find any more information. What I think is the clock on one side and probably some kind of a weather guide on the other side. It has been in that position on the fireplace since 1957. That's the earliest picture I could find of it. Okay, everyone's seated at the, the, around this table. The president is seated. I'm going to call him 45 is seated, but he has pushed his chair back mm -hmm. like he's going to do something. Now, not just for him, but the president's chair 
is two inches higher than everyone else's. Isn't that funny? Uh, just that funny. little subtle uh, two inches higher. Now note that he has no papers in front of him. His water glass and napkin are untouched. His mouth is agape. Other cabinet members around him have their heads down. Their hands are either folded on the table or they are gently resting underneath the table in a very passive posture, a way of suggesting, I have no weapons, you know, don't be afraid of me. They all have been hitting their water <laughs> and drinking it. Possibly, I know that when I am a little wrought up, my throat sometimes feels like it's going to close up and, and you drink water to help your throat relax. They have all been hitting the water big time. <laughs> now, Nancy, on the other side of the table, is the focal point of the photo. And note that this photo was taken by some White House photographer who has, will not receive credit and probably doesn't have a job anymore because everyone is so impressed with the photo. She's a tiny woman, but she wears high heels. She is standing. She appears strong and confident. Now, all Democrats in the frame, this is the other side of the table, are leaning forward, not in a threatening stance, but right. in support and showing interest. There's only one other woman in the frame, and that's a woman behind Nancy. Yeah. She is beautifully dressed in a blue suit, which is considered to be the Democratic color. Right. Perfect. Perfect. And of course, across from her, directly across from her is um, 45 with his striped tie. And then you see a peak of the American flag. The photo is so compelling. I think that for feminists, it certainly represents a, uh, an image that's equal to the signing of the Declaration of Independence. It shows that something new is happening. <laughs> she, is, she clearly, clearly is in charge of the room and has everyone's attention on her. Um, the photo was released by uh, baby 45 there. Uh, when she came out, she asked us to pray for the president, that he pray for his health, that he had just had kind of an unhinged uh, breakdown. Moment. <laughs> yes. And then, of course, what did he immediately tweet? But everyone pray for Nancy. There's something wrong with her in the head. Yeah, she's gone nuts. <laughs> she's come un unhinged. Yep. Uh, you know, Up upstairs she, is what I think he said. Upstairs. Okay. Something's going yeah. wrong upstairs. <laughs> and he released this photo thinking it would show her foaming at the mouth being yeah. insane. And it, universally, it has been taken in a positive, uh, positive sense for her. Uh, that she's showing her strength and that she is telling him, I think she's saying to him, you're a moron, get over it. <laughs> <laughs> well, but I, again, this picture just deserves so much observation. And the men in the cabinet 
appear to be cowed, ashamed to be near the guy, yeah. not lifting their eyes up, offering no, they have nothing to say. Especially you'll notice Pompey has really got his head down. You know, <laughs> he knows, they know that what is she is saying is the truth. So I said, just, uh, I mean, I just, I love the photo and, and uh, I, I think it it's, it's really going to be famous. What did you gals think of it? I, I, I thought it was fabulous too. And, and Meg, the observations that you make are so astute and things that I did not see. Um, but, you know, our listeners, I hope, will go right back uh, to their Twitter feeds because Nancy, of course, has made it her banner on Twitter. Um, she has just taken complete advantage of this photograph. Um, and you're absolutely right. Her posture is so striking and so strong and so clear. She's pointing her finger at him. And I believe at that moment was when she was saying to him, all roads with you lead to Putin. That's right. Well, that's the truth. Yeah. And, and he's there dumbstruck with his mouth open. Um, and as you say, he's pushed back from the table. He wants to get up and, you know, act like he wants to throw a punch. Uh, but he's not. He's not. He's just kind of sitting there. And the guys look entirely embarrassed. You yeah. know, like, some, like someone's pulled Trump's pants down, which is exactly right. what Nancy had just done. Right. And, and the fact that the light that he put on it, that this shows Nancy as deranged without seeing the weakness, the boyish weakness that it exposed about him is just shows you how completely out of touch this man is. My favorite part, not my favorite, but one of the things that just amused me was both Bill Crystal and George Conway, you know, conservative lights, uh, both on looking at this photograph, decided that they wanted to be feminists. I know that was. Funny. Oh, really? This, this yeah. what they, yeah. That's what it. That's, yeah. that's, that's what it took for them to come around. I mean, when you think of the women that have come to the fore in this uh, era, even in the last month, mm -hmm. in the last week, you know, Yovanovitch, right. um, yeah, Faith Hill, Fiona, yeah, Fiona, Fiona so Hill. Thank you, Fiona Hill. The courage and the guts. What did you think, Reg? Well, I'm just looking at the picture now on my iPad, and I'm looking at Kevin McCarthy, who is looking like he's just been, you know, caught with his hand in the cookie jar. And, um, mm -hmm. you know, Mnuchin is like, holy shit, <laughs> Nancy's taking a nut. And then the, um, that, the guy in the military uniform, apparently, yeah. I, heard on, I heard on Trumpcast that he is just a new rotating in from the joint mm, mm. so he's kind of like holy moly you know they're all kind of frozen they're all kind of frozen and but the uh look at the the democrats are like ready to leap over the table i mean look at schumer mm. and whoever's sitting next to schumer i'm not sure who that is but um they're all ready to go and uh it's it's quite it's quite a photo. I would like to put it on my uh, on my Facebook page on my that that banner picture. You know, I'd like to put it up there. It's very powerful picture. And, and Reggie, can you link it on your on the Facebook? Yes, to I, this? Will. I will. I will. Just because it yeah. is, it's a new our new icon. Yes, it is. It is, and uh, you know, uh, if there was a way that we could unload pants as well, and then have her, mm -hmm. you know, for however many months she can be President Pelosi, that would be a, a wonderful, wonderful, fabulous thing, I think, for her, you know, I think for all of us, actually. But oh, she would be, and, and Reggie, you know, um, uh, that, uh, something else I was interested in was about the impeachment, because any civil officer is amenable to impeachment. 
and that includes the president, the vice president, um, Billy Barr, mm -hmm. Mnuchin, mm -hmm. all of them are amenable. And, and I really wish that, or one of the things I would like is for the House to move faster, but also to go ahead and have bills of indictment against all of them so mm -hmm. they're conflicted out. Mm. Oh, that's a really, really good point. That's and a then, great idea. And then I was also thinking, okay, supposing 45 is impeached. Right. Yeah. What will he do then? That was my because, question. Well, it's clear to me that his supporters, his base, are with him no matter what. Mm -hmm. No matter what, okay? Um, the, the answer, I'm sorry to say, is that yes, he could run again. There is no, no constitutional prohibition. Of course, such a likelihood was never envisioned by right. the founders. Yeah. Now, under Article 2, a person has to be 35 years old, a citizen of the United States, and have been resident for at least 14 years. Mm -hmm. And again, under Article 4, okay, so remember, 1 is Congress, Article 2 is the President, Article 3 is the court system. Under Article 4, all the President, Vice President, all civil officers may be removed from office on impeachment for and in conviction of treason, bribery, and other high crimes and misdemeanors. And this is not to be confused with a crime in a federal crime mm -hmm. that you, for which you would be amenable to criminal process. Uh, those words were purposely left kind of vague, but Alexander Hamilton in the Federalist Papers, number 65, said that it meant the misconduct of public men, or in other words, from the abuse or violation of some public trust. Well, we have that in spades with this guy. And of course, a lot of these conservatives love the Federalist Papers. Remember the Federalist Society mm, is the sure. one that uh, 45 went to to get his appointees. Yeah. But um, let me give you an example. Uh, of course, we don't have any presidents who are impeached, but right. John Quincy Adams, this is the son of John Adams, who was president in 18... Uh, was was the second president following Washington, okay. He was president of the United States from 1825 to 1829. After that, he represented the 8th District of Massachusetts in Congress from 1831 to 1837. <clears throat> now, he was never impeached because you cannot impeach a member of con Congress. You can only vote them out. However, he was the subject of motions of censure three times, 1832, 1837, 1842. Each time the censure motion was withdrawn or tabled. In any event, it was no burden barrier at all mm. for him to keep running. So I said, I would expect that 45 would talk big about running again. Yeah. First of all, because that's his ego. If we right. can somehow pry him out of the White House. But then secondly, he's not going to want to do an accounting of his campaign funds or mm. of his inaugural committee funds. Mm. And if he says, I'm still running, he can, can, get, can keep that fiction going. 
uh-huh. right? He doesn't have to settle up. And the other thing is if on Friday, last Friday night, Bill Mayer yeah. has mm-hmm. a, a new idea. He said that all 45 cares about is money. So he is donating a million dollars to start <laughs> a crowdfunding site of what we will all pay 45 if he will leave office. Uh-huh. And he thinks if we get it up to a billion uh-huh. and then 45 can really be a billionaire, he will leave. Uh-huh. But he said money is the only thing he cares about. Right. But yet there is no constitutional barrier for him to run again much as he wants. And if the people want to elect him again, they can. Wow. Wow. I mean, that occurred to me as I was thinking, you know what, could this guy run again? Can he run again? Because as far as I know, there's no prohibition to him not doing it, doing it, you know. So. And this guy pushes, especially yeah. he's going to be writing things up for him. He pushes, pushes, pushes. Right. And he's not ashamed. Not at all. There's not no shame. All. So, yeah. He not would, at all. He would run just to keep the money coming in. Not at all. Well, you know, it was interesting. Um, I think uh, Mulvaney got himself caught in the ringer again yesterday oh. when he said that 45 is in the hospital is still in the hospitality business. Oh. He's double-hatted. He's not only president of the United States, he's in the hospitality business. So why wouldn't he want to, you know, uh, put his, put, put the G7 up at the uh, Doral? Franny, what that guy? Yeah. Do you think he's lost his mind? Do you think he's begging to get fired? What do you think that's all about, friend? Well, I, I don't know if they just, uh, if it was inattention or if it was intentional. Um, but I've looked at it a couple of times. And just to bring our, our listeners all up to speed, you'll all remember that the Congress had approved the aid to go to the Ukraine. However, it never went. It was, uh, the White House said it was going to go in February, said it was going to go in May. Nothing ever happened. Then in mid-July, on Trump's order, Mulvaney, who is not only chief of staff, but the director mm-hmm. of the Office of Management and Budget, mm-hmm. uh, told the State Department and the Pentagon that Trump had concerns, concerns about the necessity of the aid. That's what Mulvaney said in mid-July. Mm-hmm. And he told those parties at the state and at Pentagon that they were to tell legislators that it was an interagency process that was holding up the money. Not mm-hmm. the truth. That's right. Not the truth. Right. Well, that's, that's because there's so many stories here, which is, is where we're going. So we've heard concerns about AIDS necessity, then the interagency process. Then, of course, the July 25th call comes to light where Trump asks Zelensky to do us a favor. When that comes to light, Trump is then confronted and asked why he held up the money. And in a 24-hour period, he gave conflicting explanations. And CNN has an incredibly good clip that just shows them side by side. And in one breath, Trump says he held it up because of the massive corruption in the Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Within 24 hours, he turns around and says he held it up because the other countries weren't chipping in. Completely uh-huh. different. Never makes reference to corruption, but the other countries were not making their contribution. So that's where we're left until yesterday, I'm sorry, on Thursday, when, um, when Mulvaney goes into the press room 
and makes his statement and he clears it all up for us. <laughs> and so he says, when he's asked about it, he says, there were three reasons. And right. most of you Great. can see me, can yep. see there's three reasons and right. not once, but twice he counts off three reasons on his fingers. Mm -hmm. And the reasons were, you know, the, uh, had to do with um, the, whether other countries were ch chipping in and the corruption. And then, as he said, and as Trump did, Trump mentioned to me the corruption with the DNC server. Yes, that was why we held it up. Oh, he's questioned again. That's three reasons. He's questioned again by John Carl, who says, "Well, it's a quid pro quo." Then the money was held up until they investigated the Democrats. And Mulvaney's response to that is, "We do that all the time." <laughs> yep. Mulvaney, get over it. Get, <laughs> get over it. it. Get over it. Mulvaney adopts it's a quid pro quo. Mm -hmm. And so that's why there was this enormous flap. Everybody's been denied nine ways to Sunday. Yeah. There seems to be a couple of different theories. Or I should say the big theory is that Trump told him to go out and say it because that's their, um, that's their play. Uh, to deny it, deny it, deny it, until it becomes incontrovertible. And then they go out and admit it, but say, no big deal, get over it. People yeah. do this all the time. Right. And just appeal for the cynicism of this country. And so then um, Mulvaney, in a further effort to make things even better, tries to walk it back <laughs> yeah. you know, later in the day <laughs> mm -hmm. and pulls back that he never said quid pro quo, even though he, of course, endorsed what John Carl said to him. And then he went on to um, Chris Wallace's show yesterday on Fox News and really helped everything mm -hmm. tremendously <laughs> at that point by getting on there and saying that there were two reasons. Now he's only got two fingers going. There were two reasons, the rampant corruption and the other nations chipping in. And that, you know, yes, Trump was concerned about the DNC server, but that wasn't part of it. There was never any quid pro quo. And he says, you know how we have the proof of that? How? Because the money flowed. See, the money eventually. flowed yeah, on so September did, 12th. Yeah. And so, so then did he Ukraine's says, actions. He says, and th that was because for two reasons, he tells Chris Wallace, they, the Ukrainians, were doing better with the corruption. Uh, mm. Based on the phone call with Zelensky. Which is insane. A month and a half, a month and a half previously. Mm -hmm. And also the OMB had done some research to find out how much other countries were paying. Again, this took, took months mm -hmm. for OMB to do research. So those are the reasons that the money flowed on, on September 12th. Now, just to finish this here, remember what we know about how they handled it when the money eventually flowed. They told the State Department ordered the diplomats to play it down. Right. The State Department said, keep moving, nothing to see here. The State, the, the State Department said that the, um, the, the, the NSC would not announce the 141 million being released after being held up for, in, for a normal review by the White House. And they said specifically in this, this is, I'm, I'm pretty much, I'm quoting here, in the spirit of the hold, and the hold mm -hmm. is in quotes. The hold, hold in like air quotes. H-O-L-D? Correct. In the spirit of the hold, being a normal review, there will be no public pronouncement. Oh. 
In other words, they were faking it right from right. the get. And he's saying we are, de we are deliberately, the NSC is deliberately treating the hold and the lifting as administrative matters, no public announcement, keep low key. And the New York Times has the emails that prove this. Wow. Completely giving the lie to this notion. No big deal, the money flowed because they are clearly covering up in the spirit of the hold, you know. Um, and so lying, 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 all of them. And then um, Mulvaney finishes it off, as you already said, Reggie, by saying at the end of the day, Trump still continues, considers himself to be in the hospitality business. And um, Chris Wallace says, but he's president of the United States. <laughs> Small wow. observation. Um, and so uh, isn't it pretty remarkable? What do you think about, uh, about Trump's uh, uh, retreat um, from the Doral? The, the walk back from the direction. It's a long walk back. Well, it's a long walk back. Um, you know, it's interesting. You know, he is, he of course, is blaming the media and the crazy Democrats, but really it was the Republicans that could not stomach this any longer. They could not hold their nose and continue to support him. They were just outraged by the whole thing and trying to find the words to that they can say to their constituents that nothing to see here, this is all okay. It's all running quite, quite thin, frankly. And, uh, you know, it's like, it's like 45 doesn't even care anymore. He, does, exactly. he knows, he knows it's going to cause a fuss, but he's like, what the heck? I've gotten away with everything else. And what I think is hilarious is that now, because he can't make money off it, he wants it to be at Camp David. Yeah. So nobody else will make money. You know, if I can't have the money, right. then nobody else. Right. And the idea of sending people to Florida in June. <laughs> that is not the time you want to go. It was clearly, clearly to help his bottom line. Right. And 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 fill up his empty hotel, which has bed bugs, by the way. Uh, yes, you know what I mean? bed bugs. That. It has bed bugs. Yeah. Oh, that's and, gonna and be great. Just for that, just 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 for that purpose. But he said he doesn't even care enough, and he's it's, got his two boob sons yeah. who are out now being his surrogates. They're supposed to be home running Trump the trump world and they're not mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But anyways as you said the, the the guy is crazy and and i think the republicans clearly know who he is clearly sure. and they just i think they're frightened because they don't know what will he do next and none right. of us do mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and they can't keep coming up with talking points every single well, day that's it. To cover this guy yeah exactly right that's exactly exactly right they don't know where to go with it at this point. I mean, how many how many ways can you can you slice this? You know, and you can't defend him, so they just keep coming up with, well, the process isn't perfect, and of course, only the House makes up the rules for how the impeachment's going to go. Mm -hmm. But the Republicans, because they can't defend it, are saying, saying, well, you should have a vote, you should have a bigger vote, you should this, that, and the other. No one will come out and say what he did was okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Except for his um, his press person there, Stephanie. Oh, Stephanie Grissom. Stephanie Grissom. She just says whatever shit is coming on in, in her brain, you know, completely <laughs> avoiding whatever, you know, the real facts of the matter, you know. Oh, God forbid we should deal with in the facts. So this morning, today, I believe Bill, Bill Taylor, the um, uh, State Department. Oh, um, the acting. That, one of them. Yeah, yeah, the acting. He was supposed to be testifying this today, I believe. So that will be certainly something to look forward to. Um, 
He's the one that that made it, it that made the statement to Sondland, yeah. saying, "This is crazy that we're holding up the military funding," after they had had invested so heavily in in Ukraine previous to all this and in the Obama administration. And he's the one that initiated the call between Sondland and the president. Mm -hmm. And Sondland's the one that's going to put Trump square in the globe. Sondland's uh, not going to bear any weight here. He's flaming. Sondland he's is, pointing. Has, has he or has he not testified already? He testified last Thursday. I thought. Okay. He had an opening statement, and yeah. he apparently has right. testified that he talked to Trump. Apparently, he also was very protective, had a very selective memory, um, yeah. you know, that sort of thing. He only did it because he had to, because it, after all, it was the president. Yeah, what is him? And in a just uh, to change, to, to going off in a different direction for a moment. Um, how about Hillary Clinton's emails? State, State, State Department oh, their own. Reviews. Can they give it nothing. a rest? Found nothing. Found nothing. How much money was wasted on this? And because of those fuckers, we end up with this complete nutcase. And here we are trying to impeach him anyway. And, and, and for them to go back and um, uh, upgrade the classification of previously unclassified How do you do that? to How say do that they're that? classified now. Yeah. And so therefore, these people who work at the State Department are in violation. Mm -hmm. One thing that I, always amazes me is that his, it, 45's administration talks about the deep state as his enemies. As president, the whole federal bureaucracy is under him right he is in charge of it <laughs> you know what i mean except yeah. for those personnel involved with the courts right. and the military he is in charge of it and he acts like there's somehow enemies out there that are against him but he is in charge it's his shop right right well it just it just goes furthest to his crazy personality of you know don't don't accept any responsibility you know, throw the mud at whomever and see if any of it sticks, you know. Completely. How about Giuliani? <laughs> oh, Jesus. And, and how about, remember when he was um, debating with Hillary and she said, you know, you're Putin's puppet. He said, no, you're the puppet. Yeah. <laughs> you're the puppet. You're the puppet. No, you're the puppet. It's, it's, it's pretty bad. So we've got a lot to look forward to this week. It's only Monday. So, wow. Uh, so Bill Taylor is testifying. Do you gals know who else is testifying this week that I that you can recall offhand? There, there is a huge number of people they have right. yeah. subpoenas to. Good stuff yeah. coming up, Reggie, but I can't tell you what it is. Yeah, but but, okay. the, but there are a variety of names. They're low-level people. They're people from the military, people from yeah. OMB, uh, who are going to. I mean, watch this paper trail on the money because those people, as I read it, uh, were the career people that were involved in the money being withheld. Mm -hmm. We're very worried and very concerned about this. This would have put them on red alert that this money was being withheld. Mm -hmm. And they would have documented what they were told to do and why they were told to do it. So that's where it's going to be. It's always a matter of follow the money. Follow the money and you're going to see what it is. Because right. always again, someone's going to sign that check. Yeah. I was going to say, at the end of the fiscal year, at the end yeah. of the fiscal year, so they have to keep coming up with justifications as to why this money has not yet been expended. Right. Okay. And, and he's going, so, so we will, we will be hearing this week from people who know what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> That's the truth. That's the truth. Anything else, ladies? Are you good? What else is going on? Anything else you want to talk about today? I think we're good, Reggie. I think we've covered it yeah. for the, for the morning here. And uh, although we're always paying attention and if we need to swing back into yeah. service, we can do so quite readily. Great. Great. I'll have my equipment with me and we'll be able to just swing right in on any wireless 
at a Starbucks anywhere. So um, as discussed today, Trump's vain and reckless and self-serving actions undermine the rule of law and our American way of life. Uh, and my suggestion is impeach, impeach, impeach. Thank you everybody for listening to us and Freddie and Meg, thank you so much for being here. My name is Reggie. Thanks everyone for listening. Have a great week and take care. Bye-bye. Thanks everyone. Thanks, Reggie. Thanks for listening.